it's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. What if he just makes a film with a monster chasing uh, somebody through could, a, could, could they a do the Witches just... of Dathomir horror mo- movie? I no. swear you life that will work. I'm telling you. It would work. It 100% work. it would work. It'll work. A hard PG-13, like, no, make it rated R. Let's angle. go for it. Let's get the first rated R. Yeah, get the first rated R. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Lomanale, and remember, no droids allowed. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Cantina. The Zone Reverse Podcast Network and uh, LRM Online's premium, if only, Star Wars uh, YouTube and podcast show. Um, I am Cam Clark. As always, I am here with uh, my co-pilot and our navigator, uh, Kyle Malone and uh, Shockey. How are you doing, guys? Doing good. What about you, man? I'm doing good. So before we kind of get into things... We are the Genre Verse Podcast Network. You can find loads of really good stuff on there. Um, anime Verse, anime, uh, anime, no. anime, anime, just anime call it AVR. AVR. There you go. That's easier. <laughs> um, you know, covering a lot of the different anime that's out there at the moment. Kills running that. We've got Marvel Multiverse Mondays, which is kind of like the Marvel version of mayhem. this show. Uh, that's right. It's mayhem now. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm good at this. Normally, if you watch this every week, you probably know Kel does this sort of stuff. So, you know, he's just got a knack for it. You know, I, I, there's, there's just something about me that's kind of like, meh, with that sort of <laughs> stuff. It's just as simple as that. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Breaking Geek Radio. That's kind of one of our flagship shows, if you like. That's every week that's on there. And, of course, head over to lrmonline.com for all the breaking news. Um, and also check out our genre shop videos that Kel, Shorty, and Manny have been doing as well, which is kind of like trailer reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, those are really, really kind of fun as well to, to get involved in um, and see what people think. So on this week's agenda, probably we should probably start off by saying um, that we were not here last week. Um, mm-hmm. Probably part of the reason for that is because there forgot. has not been. Well, we did kind just of straight forget forgot. Legit forgot because yeah, there, no there was no news. It was Thursday. Yeah, there was Once nothing to be like. Remember, hey, we need to talk about it. There really wasn't a lot of news, so we're kind of going over the things that have been covered here in the last two weeks that we've reported on at LRMOnline.com. Um, but there's not a massive amount of stuff to kind of pull from last week, if you like. So uh, more, actually, a couple of stories that we've just published kind of yesterday, today kind of thing that we're going to be talking about. Um, we are sponsored by Close Generation, so thank you very much to those guys. And we're going to hear more from them later on in the show. So, guys, where we're going to start off with is kind of the, Welcome the transition to a between video games into live action, potentially. Um, and... We have a report recently from Cal Kestis himself, in other words, Cameron Monaghan, 
um, who kind of was asked if there's any plans for him to go into live action. Now, Cameron Monaghan plays Cal Kestis in the Jedi Fallen Order game and the Sunti, well, maybe not so soon. Um, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Released game, um, Star Wars Excuse Jedi. Uh, what's the, what's the, the name again? Sorry, Star Wars Jedi. Fallen, or uh, Survivor. Survivor, that's it. Yeah, Survivor. Fallen Order and then Survivor. Um, and, <laughs> you know, he's in name, but, you know, he did speak to Screen Rant recently and, you know, they asked him, you know, hey, you know, all the fans have been talking, you know, you know could you come into the live action sort of um, arena? His answer was, well, of course there's interest. That's about all I can say, and he kind of laughed at that. So, you know, that could, would indicate to him that he, there has been some discussion or some talk round about him making a live-action appearance. So, over to you guys. I'll start with you, uh, Shoki. What would you think about Cal Kestis becoming a live-action character at some point, and where, if at all, you wanted to see him, where would you like to see him show up? What era? Well... It's going to be interesting because it's got to be post-Revenge of the Sith, but maybe sometime, you know, before Return of the Jedi in some aspect of it. So that means that there has to be some sort of project created in that timeline. And really, there's only one project we know of going on right now, um, in live action-wise, that's Andor. So Andor maybe, is getting a season two. Uh, yeah. Season um, yeah, and so you maybe you see someone as Kyle Kestis in that. Um, animated wise, Bad Batch, you could throw in there. Um, but yeah, I just don't see it's just there's everything's kind of been done. I think that the, the future of Star Wars from what we got from Celebration was is that we're moving into other time air, you know, timeline eras. So either you see an old version of Cal Kestis or, um, you know, maybe if Tales of the I mean, Jedi does well, they do an animated, you know, version of that as a, you know, kind of go back into the Padawan stages of Cal. Um, I don't although, know. I mean, you know, what, he kind of was talking more specifically live action, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, like, I don't think... Voice what, but, um, yeah. I mean, I don't see just live action, that, though. What, what era, roughly, is the new game going to be set in? Do we know that yet? Like how far ahead is Survivor compared to Fallen Order? Like, are we Not still much in farther, because um, no, you have the Inquisitors. Years. Well, there, so in the trailer, you know, the teaser trailer for Survivor, you get someone who looks like the Grand Inquisitor. I don't think it's the Grand Inquisitor. I think it's the... Um, but it's definitely the alien race that the Grand Inquisitor is or yeah, i don't know um can't remember the name of them but the ones yeah you know, like, right off top of my head yeah um but yeah it's just and so you're taking you're taking that story so you're going a little bit farther ahead so because where's fallen order takes place is you get the kind of the pre-story or whatever right at order 66 but most of those most of it is 10 years after that, or, you know, roughly. So round about the same era that Obi-Wan Kenobi's. Right, so that's already been taken care of. Um, and then you would expect a that Survivor out. a little bit further out, maybe around about the Andor period, yeah. maybe even not mm -hmm. quite at that. So you're, you're talking, you're, you're if, trying to get into close to a new hope, but then 
that just what's the purpose of having that story then Um, what if uh what if they uh we've all had the the nightmare of time travel and messing with time and and ahsoka Ahsoka? that's a could could he uh could he appear in ahsoka maybe 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 he's an older person but you're not getting the young cal Kestis, i know that well unless, unless they're doing the time thing, thing like right, in one of the that. world between worlds See, crap my thing that we're scared of <laughs> cameron monahan currently looks older than the cal Kestis character did in the first yeah. game okay but he doesn't look old enough yet to be post return of the jedi either so like right. mandoverse kind of you, you know, could easily well age him it, because it's relatively easy to age up you know, no. unlike Ahsoka, who kind of just doesn't really age that much anyway, so you get away with that yeah. kind of side yeah. of things because her species is so long lived. Um, but like I said, it's not hard to to age age a human up a decade with makeup. That's that's easy. I guess, I guess, but I guess <laughs> maybe the the most pertinent question is why? You know, as yeah, the character popular because people like it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, not happy enough with the game. That we just, oh yeah, I'm so excited. Cal Kestis showed up and for a brief cameo, this has made my year. Nah, I won't care. You know, again, it's, it's about the stories, but are we getting too reliant on, oh, cameo, look who showed up, look, 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 you know, which has uh, kind of been a I mean, bit yeah. of Hollywood recently. I think you're 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 kind of on the point there. Like, what's the purpose of doing it? Kind of like the Quinlan Voss and Obi Wan Kenobi. It's just more like saying, "Oh, Quinlan Voss survived Order sixty six. That's it." I mean, that was really yeah. the 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 teaser right there. Um, could you do something like Andor, or like, "Hey, we got a a former Jedi helping us out, but he's off on a, in a different planet or whatever, doing something else." Maybe because um, you have it like you know in season two. Cassian, you know, interacts with, you know, someone, you know, of that's Cal Kestis, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that I, I don't want him to get his own own show or anything because nah. I'm, I'm ready to move on from the shit between three and yeah. three. I, I, I would do it. I, why, why do a show when you could just do another the only game way with him? You could do another game. Be, dude, they throw everything at. Building, like, it's Ahsoka and then at some point Ezra start collecting these Jedi's that have kind of been flitting around about the scenes but never really been involved and do something else with them you know which is yeah. which is a reason why they're not with Luke Skywalker and he's not found any of them at this point you know I, unless they're building towards something like that where you know there is a purpose I, ju- I just kind of don't see the, the point of it other than oh look there's, there's yeah I mean so I understand bringing Ahsoka to live action because yeah, of the connections to the Skywalkers and so forth. But like, Cal Kestis has no connection whatsoever. That was a created no. character for a video game. Keep it in the video game realm. Whatever story you have for Cal Kestis, keep it as the the another video game. Kind of like yeah. I watched Uncharted for the first time on Netflix because it just <laughs> came on, and I'm, like right. you know, it's it was kind of like you know, hey, a little entertaining, you know, Tom Holland and. You know Mark Wahlberg, but at the same time too, I'm like, this could have just been a video game. Like, just that's it, point blank. You know, you didn't need to make, waste money on a, you know, on a big movie budget on it and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I don't. Whatever. Like, I'm with you, Kyle. Like, there's no need for a standalone show, standalone movie with Cal Kestis. Whatever story you got, just put it in a video game, and whoever wants to play it, play it, and then move on from there. 
everything else we're kind of like andor is it so if you're going to bring cal kestis in as live action then it has to be season two of, of andor but i don't see yeah. how you're going to fit that in just um, no no real need to animated no. sure bad batch and throw them in people there are mad for, at us yeah. now <laughs> you're not giving me my cow <laughs> Yeah, there's I mean, plenty of characters that, that just yeah. want to see people show up. Marvel's kind of made a big thing of it, you know, and I know, just getting people to show up. But it, it kind of doesn't satisfy me unless it's building towards good stories with those characters that were, right. you know, cameos for the sake of cameos rather than, you know, cameos because they were always supposed to come in here. That's, that's I think, the difference. So it would be I fair agree. to say that neither, none of the three of us are particularly that keen on the idea. Um, so let's move on. Um, <laughs> we're kind of sticking with the game, though. Shoki, do you want to tell us a little bit about why the fan base out there is concerned there might be even more delays to uh, Jedi Survivor at the moment? Yes. Um, so Respawn recently posted a job opening for a senior VFX artist mainly to work on open world stuff and particles something i can't, can't think about right at the top of my head um pretty much just to you know come in and, and fix on some bugs and some issues on the game right which is standard it's that's not anything out of the ordinary i that any game developer you know studio doesn't you know it happens the timing of it's weird though because we're here in august end of august and we're supposed to get supposed to um, get Jedi Survivor in March. Now, if you're looking for a senior VFX artist now, let's say earliest. Let's say like they found someone today. We're talking about getting him in September. It's gonna take them some time for whatever issues they do have. You're looking maybe you know on a good December having all the bugs and stuff. That's that's being generous. And so then January, your production for... Do we March have a date or... when Survivor's supposed to come out? Sorry. Just March 2023. That was uh, at Celebration. Um, that was... Yeah. That's not going to happen, though. It's, it's definitely going to be delayed. So, I mean, it's just... An, a, going back to our last episode, Cantina. Another Star Wars video game being delayed. <laughs> I mean, Star Wars Hunter, Again. delayed. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake delayed indefinitely you know um, this may this one might be getting the the and this one's the getting delayed delay as know. well this was like the hope that like for it, star wars video games fans, bit, like i mean the full video game industry is a bit like this at the moment it's kind of maybe not fair to say star wars but then when you add in the amount of star wars shows and, and movies that get cancelled or delayed as well you know you kind of start thinking that there's a pattern there but you know, there There's are a lot of a pattern, games, I guess. Yeah. And its name is Kennedy. <laughs> I mean Because again, again, it goes it goes to the top. I don't care what any anyone well, yeah. says. This yeah. is this, this is, is military man spe- speaking. I get that, but it goes to the top, man. Decision makers are responsible for the decisions made, period. I get you on that. And I definitely <laughs> like there's definitely blame there and stuff, but at the same time too. Like respawn or just like video games in general, because you said like you you nailed it there. This is not <laughs> the only video game that's been a delay, but like it's I th- I don't know what it is if it's like these developers or studios are like 
signing on to games, <laughs> making promises they can't keep on, like keep up to. Like, yeah, we could do all this stuff, whatever, you know. And it's just, yeah. you know, it's. I guess the you know when they pitch a game idea, they've got a budget, they've got a timeline that yeah. all goes towards that. And somebody's pitching all this to the corporate, the guys at the top who say yes or no, and they're saying yes, no, and then when it comes to it they're not able to deliver within the time scales that have been set, you know. And I think we, we where it's an in-house game that we maybe don't know much about, they can kind of hide that and it's just their own costs that are going up but we don't need to know about it. But when it's a big franchise like Star Wars that's got a license, you know, and they make big announcements towards it, that's that's when things become a bit more You know, one, the one thing I, I'm curious about on the uh, business side of, of, of this is uh, we know Disney Parks, which has been one of its biggest money makers, has not been making the money that it, it normally did or expected to did because of the last couple of years with the, the pandemic. We know that subscription fees, marks so for, for subscribers on have- a Pointless hotel. Yeah, hotel. Uh, we, so my, my kind of, to make it shorter, you know, there's a bunch of financial stuff going on. What if, uh, what if we're looking at the the results of the the pool of money just being smaller because they allocate funds? Gaming's more expensive. All of the post pandemic work, labor, and and even uh, uh, energies stuff related. I mean, all of that kind of compounds into it. Yeah, could, I mean, could that be you know everyone's upset at how long things are taking? Is- always evolving i mean it was a way to print money when they when video gaming started to come out because they were very cheap to make you could get a couple of nerds in a basement and you know you could knock out a game and it would make millions you know great mm-hmm. you know that that's just not the case anymore because the technology's advanced so much these games require almost you know movie level visual effects you know to be kind of done on them um and the amount of the more advanced you get the more bug potential you have and the bugs are you know far far harder you know it just becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and the more of these staff the bigger you go you know the more then you need that game to really sell big to make your money back and how many times have we heard about games just not making money you know they they come out and they're just written off as a loss and they move on Mm -hmm. and the company whatever the big company is whether it be you know MS, Sony, uh, CDPR, EA, you know, they just move on to the next game. You know, well, let's square, grab that square one. Enix, That's in the bin. Avengers and, did crap. Yeah. Let's do Guardians, which did okay, but still not amazing. And, and you can now tell we've got as much Wolverine as Guardians Black Panther. did a little bit better. You can tell there wasn't as much money spent on that as there was in, and in the Avengers game. You know, kind of yeah. thing as well. Like they aim for the Skyway Avengers and they just quite never quite got it. And ultimately, if people don't buy your game, you don't make any money. Right. It's a tough industry. It's a really tough industry. Right. Yeah, I get you on that. But so someone I was talking to, you know, who's a Star Wars fan too, is saying it, it was kind of a mistake to have Star Wars Celebration move up. Because remember, the original date for Star Wars Celebration mm. was September, right? And they bumped mm-hmm. everything up to May because they didn't want to compete with D23. The pandemic was over. Let's, you know, let's bump it up. Now it seems like that was a big mistake because when you have these big conventions, when you do Celebration, you know, you got to have, you know, San Diego Comic-Con style type of 
announcements and everything was oh we got this we got that you know teaser trailer for jedi fallen order now it's almost like we sh they should have waited till september they should have you know they could have still dropped the teaser trailer but just said hey listen we're still you know a little bit away as coming expected. soon yeah coming soon yeah you know oh but that's to... all they needed was a title just to officially reveal it uh, right. without a day and then they could have just took the time on it absolutely yeah, because I remember, like, you know, and they probably will have... Look at the Rockstar example, sorry, yeah. Mike, to jump in. No, you're good. Um, with GTA, right? They never announce a GTA game until they're kind of... They've probably been working on... We know that they've been working on GTA 6 for years and years and years, but still, officially, there is no GTA 6. It doesn't really right. exist. Um, and they've certainly not dated it because, you know... Games like that take absolutely years to get to get right, and they've got a completely separate team that's been doing the kind of all the updates and, and keeping things going in the GTA Online. Uh, and sometimes fans get like frustrated with that. When is it coming out? When are we getting it? But if they don't have a date for you, if they don't know themselves when it's going to be ready, why why release it? Right. Why why set one? You know, because yeah. everybody does not want another uh, Cyberpunk. That's the, that's no. exact. No. So you're exactly right. Just you know coming soon we'll wait for it when it when it drops shoot if i was in charge of marketing i wouldn't do anything like i would just kind of do little teasers coming soon coming soon coming soon and then a week before it drops hey boom it's coming out who cares if it leaks out like hey you know survivors coming out in a month or whatever but not i would not put anything hardcore press out yeah that's just good press but you'll get the same positive press when you eventually confirm it anyway right. you know so yeah Anyways. Uh, okay. Well, um, you know, one more story that's probably worth talking if we go in a completely different angle um, is our favourite subject to talk about, Kel, our favourite set of Star Wars movies, which is the, the sequel trilogy. Because we are, mm, you know, absolutely... We love the sequel love trilogy it. so much. Yeah, we love it so much. But <laughs> if you remember... <laughs> this is an interesting one, because if you remember post-Rise of Skywalker... When you spoke, when anyone spoke to any of the kind of, I'm talking about the three leads here. So basically, you know, Poe Dameron, Ray Skywalker, and, <laughs> uh, and quotation marks around that name. <laughs> Finn, who doesn't have a second name, so kind of Finn Jedi. Yeah, um, we'll call him. Uh, those three guys, and maybe kind of Daisy that plays Ray was the most like, eh, you know, we'll wait and see. But the other two were kind of like really. They didn't seem keen, shall we say. There didn't seem to be any love for ever coming back to that franchise again. And probably out of the three of them, um, Oscar Isaac was the one that was most like, yeah, I'm, I'm, done. I'm avid enough with that. <laughs> um, but he was interviewed quite recently by Sirius XM. And um, and they kind of asked him, look, you know, of all the of all the things that you, you've been in now, you've been in these really big... Um, kind of, would you call it? Um, franchise. Yeah, franchises. Uh, and now you've been in them. Um, what's the kind of, you know, what's the one that, that people most associate you with? And he was pretty much like right away, that's Star Wars. You know, like literally yeah. people will come out and shout at me in the street, Star Wars, when they see him, you know, um, rather than like, hi, Mr. Isaac, can we get your autograph? They just randomly <laughs> shout Star Wars at him. Okay. Um, but... Um, <laughs> So the kind of question then come up, would would he, you know, does he just assume that um, he will, he will have the chance to return one day if he wants to? Is that something he's kind of thought about? The way he kind of answers it is a bit like, well, it kind of makes you seem like there's nothing planned, like he doesn't assume anything. 
mm-hmm. you know, he's not that bothered, you know, kind of, he's not rushing to get back there and do it. But he did say, look, at the end of the day, I'm open to anything. You never know. Um, he then went on to explain that, you know, kind of like the time factor is a big thing because when you're in a big franchise like that it takes up a massive amount of your time and mm-hmm. now he's got kids to think about he's got various other projects that he's working mm-hmm. on that he's enjoying making as well where would you fit something as big as that and would be the tricky but he did say but if there was a great story and a great director and Kathy as in Kennedy came to me and said we've got this great idea he would be so open to it so, you know, that's a, quite a difference from where we were post Rise of Skywalker with Oscar oh. Isaac anyway. You also forgot to add one big thing in there. A big bag of cash. Yes. <laughs> money. That's yeah. what would get, yeah, mean, money would get him back into that yeah. without a heartbeat. I, mean, thing, just, I guess when you're in a, something like the Star Wars sequel trilogy, they weren't huge when they came into that. I mean, Daisy Ridley wasn't huge. Certainly nope. John Boyega wasn't huge. Oscar nope. Isaac had been in a few things, but he wasn't that big, I wouldn't say, you know. I mean, the, the the big money earners on that, The Force Awakens, let's say, were probably, and last year there were Mark Hamill, you know, Harrison Ford. You yeah, know, I mean, that's uh, why you Harry went to go Fisher, see those the big, the big stars. Um, but if they come back again, that would be a different situation, wouldn't it? Because now it's like, well, I am, you know, Paul Dammer and I'm Finn, you know, you want me back, deliver the cash and I'll, I'll turn up filming you know it becomes a bit of a more difficult negotiation i uh, I was just so disappointed because it it really looked like he was going to be the the sequel trilogy's uh uh, wedge antilles you know he was going to be he was going to be the wedge of of the sequel trilogy something that we really didn't get in in the in the ot um Wedge was there, but I'm saying like a a focus on a fighter, yeah, a focus on a on a fighter pilot, uh, fighter pilot, and talk about you know, all the wasted technology that they did have, and what great space battles we we got in the Star Wars Star Wars sequel trilogy. That was probably one of the most like disappointing things. So I'm yeah, open to him close. coming back in something I've I've mentioned continue on make him make him the wedge and and Tilly's of of the rogue squadron movies mm-hmm. you know maybe yeah you know you've got admiral uh wedge and Tilly's instead of admiral uh akbar uh and then you've got commander yeah. uh dameron instead of commander and Tilly's, and you just kind of in, you allow that that to be in, inspired by but uh as we've said before the landscapes there yeah. politically in a similar way as it was in the EU post Return of the Jedi. So yeah, so you're of, still going to have first order. Seems like the best place into things. It. Yeah, I mean, and the war rumors it was set post Rise of Skywalker as well. Yeah. You know, Rogue Squadron. At one point, of course, at this point we don't know when we're going to see Rogue Squadron, and we have no idea who would be involved. Um, I, I still think <laughs> it will happen. I do believe I hope so. we're, we're I getting hope Rogue Squadron. So. I, don't know when. So. I, I just don't know so. when we're going to see it. Um, I mean, Shocky, what do you think? You know, do you want to see those kind of sequel trilogy guys back for better stories? Are you kind of just not bothered? What, what do you think about, you know, Oscar Isaac coming back as Poe Dameron? I mean, for me, eh, like, I, I enjoyed um, all the actors. I think it was the story and the directors that were the, the biggest weaknesses of the uh, sequel trilogy. But yeah. you know, for Daisy Ridley, I mean, what she did as you know as Ray, um, John Boyega as Finn, Oscar Isaac is you know 
um, as Poe, I think they, they were great characters. And I wouldn't mind seeing them in future projects. But like everyone has said, including Oscar Isaac Self, the right story, the right timing of it, everything has got to be right. You know, you just don't throw it in there just to throw it in there. Um, and so I, I think eventually you're going to see, you know, one of these three come back or, or they kind of do a kind of similar to what the sequel trilogy did with the original trilogy characters, throw them back in there for some sort of story, just as a, a nod. And I'm not talking like now I'm talking, you know, when yeah, today's years. kids, when today's kids who grew up with the sequel trilogy are our age and stuff. And we're still old and well, still like podcasting I, I about. Almost, whether it's an official or not, like a part 10. Basically. Yeah, yeah, part-time gig. Just throw them in there and stuff. Just a, a little nod is the next to, to the next characters of Star Wars. You could do that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, for I, Rogue Squadron, I, mean, I think you guys are right. Like, I think it's a it's a great fit, but is it the right story? You know, do you, do you put Poe in a position where he has to build the you know the new republics? You know. Yes, you do. Yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you take you take Stackpole's book and update it with with Poe. I think that's, that's more brilliant more yeah. brilliant than even going going through the reformation of of Rogue Squadron after uh, Yavin or Endor. Like, I mean, who else is better to train Rogue Squadron who are already good pilots than than Poe Dameron, who's like? I agree with you. Yeah, I, and, yeah. It, yeah. and it's not just training. Yeah, <laughs> it's not I just not. training. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, What do you mean, like Top Gun? You Shut know. up. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I've still not seen Maverick, but is Maverick just the same? It's all training no. and on a mission at the end, or because that, that seemed to me more like a Rogue Squadron type situation where they're, they're kind of. Oh, that was that was one hundred percent Rogue Squadron's like storyline, and that's Maverick why Captain is, Kennedy said we ain't doing it. <laughs> Ma Maverick is training for a mission, not just going to a school and and yeah. being at being at school. It's it's different. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, I get you. You know, that's that's what I would be looking for. Something more like that. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so we take a break from our lovely sponsors at Grow Generation, guys, and then we'll be back for our, our kind of final story we're going to talk about this week. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. Grow Generation offers the best deals and discounts on the best grow products on the market. Grow Generation serves customers across the nation and carries a wide inventory of renowned cultivation brands. Go to www.growgeneration.com where the pros go to grow. Uh, structure stuff. Anyways, Cam, we're we're back. You could say welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> glad you, I'm glad you stuck with us. Um, Indeed. We're on well, yeah, I think this one could create a bit of discussion amongst the team because this one we're getting into rumor territory again. And, and if you remember, we've already talked a little bit about some, some rumors for the acolyte. A few weeks ago when we were on, we talked about some sort of potential leaks or at least people that are claiming to have leaks about some story details about the Acolyte. And although we're not getting into the nitty gritty of that because it's absolutely there online if you want, it's worth saying we don't know the validity of this shit. It could just all be one big horrible joke and, it, and it's all very, very wrong. But if it is right, um, if you remember, we talked about you know potential characters such as Aura the Sith Lord Paul, which everybody yes. loves, you Darth know, Paul. Uh, Darth, Darth Paul, um, which obviously is a code name, but you know, we everybody just wants him to be called Darth Paul now. Yes. Um, now, 
the same people have been putting out some more rumours and some of them are a little bit specific to stories so again I'm not going to go into it and it's stuff I've read but I've not even talked about to, to Kyle or Shockey about this stuff because they don't want spoilers um, but one of the yeah. things that they said was that uh, they believe that Darth Plagueis is involved in the story now they made it clear that Darth Paul is not Darth Plagueis that that's not the case as far as they were concerned that that wasn't the case but um, that they do believe that Plagueis is involved in some way in the show um, is that how do you guys feel about that Kyle what, what do you think about Darth Plagueis showing up well we we questioned whether or not he might have even back when this was very very first mm. announced he was like on every everyone's radar like is he going to be the main character is he the puppet uh, puppet master for this is this the connective tissue from uh uh the end of the high republic into the into um the fall of the republic uh, prequel prequel mm -hmm. trilogy era um when they said a hundred years before uh uh the prequels everyone kind of was like okay so we we won't necessarily see him you know training papa palpatine or or anything no, I don't anything like that well, but well it could um, go on for many seasons again it could, it I, could. I certainly wouldn't expect to see palpatine yeah though. but he was he was a he was a name that that appeared immediately and he's he's one that i'm not against seeing excuse me seeing in this um it would just all kind of depend on god can can he please look like you know, uh, not can, can he not have the 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 appearance changed that much from what most people recognize? Like we can have some really really alien people in Star Wars. You know, you don't have to change things too too much like they did with the with the Grand well, Inquisitor. The, it was the same you know? species as the guys from the banking client, isn't it? If, so if people mm. are, I don't remember their name, but because um, they're always just referred to as the banking client in the mm. in the prequels, but that that kind of species is what apparently if yeah. Plagueis is supposed to look so, like. Um, and I know that there's not uh, there's no like canon images of him, just no, the, the legends art, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah that's it. but a lot of people are familiar with, with that. So that would be my my only like sticking point right now is kind of like make sure he looks like pe people expect. Other than that, I'm I'm open open for it. What do you think, Mike? I'm with you. Uh, like I think it's a depending on the story. It's so far i think that would be a good fit um but like you it's got to be the right the right look um just i don't know just from legends and all that stuff seeing of what the artist renditions of you know plagueis is and stuff so yeah i'm I, I, like i'm not against it i'm not too you know like oh my gosh you know we gotta have it if oh my it, god plagueis <laughs> yeah and so. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, but that you, know, would be you can also imagine uh... when there's some like really creepy shit, you know, mm -hmm. reveal of them at some point in a well-made show where it could be powerful, you know, because it's a character we yeah. kind of know about, mm -hmm. um, but we don't really know anything about and, and officially anymore in, in the kind of canon. Right. I mean, yeah, there has to be some connection, right? If this if this show's connected to the Sith and it's set roughly, we think a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. That's what creator uh, Leslie Headland's kind of described it as roughly a hundred years before the Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. Then either Plagueis or his master, who apparently is Canon Darth Tenebris, yep. has to be involved in some way. Surely, I mean, I mean, you know, Plagueis didn't just pitch up, train Palpatine over a weekend. 
And then, and then Palpatine <laughs> off them and went, you know, I'm the master now, daddy. Have you um, ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis? <laughs> then do that and just tell the story. It lasted a whole then... weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we can have Plagueis. I mean, yeah, you can make it so that the actor <laughs> that's that's not, it, By the way, that's a great idea for the show. Uh, Pal- Palpatine has to make people believe that Plagueis is still <laughs> alive. Still <laughs> And he's already killed them yeah. in sleep, oh, so, he, so he animates them to the force. <laughs> I, did, I did this a bit too early. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's, that's good robot checking right oh, over man. What if, so like, what do you think, like, Alkalite, what, four, maybe five seasons? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but, you know, it depends how it does. Well, Kyle's you look know, on that, he's, 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 what do you think, Kyle? I don't, I... I don't know. I can't say no because we don't know uh, any story. Like, we, we don't know what it's going to be like. So, of course, if it's mm. if it's good, sure. I just I don't I don't necessarily see this being the the one to get four or five seasons like a uh, like Mandalorian, Mandalorian seems to potentially be on on the path to. All right. You know, so let's say let's say conservatively, we'll say. May it's probably going to get a second season. Let's just put it that way because they're they're going to yeah. I mean, I think that is if so they're if they're still looking at giving Fett a, a second season, season. yeah, <laughs> never exactly. Any, yeah. Any talk about so, it being a season, so all right. So if, on the short end, if it's two seasons, it could be the build up towards Plagueis, right? And you know, you do maybe a little bit of time jump there and stuff like that. And so, like at the very the last arc of the season of season two would be you know Plagueis coming into the mix of it. If it goes longer, let's say it gets to four seasons. The fourth season, you know, could be right around. It could be the story of Plagueis becoming a Sith and stuff, and then leading that you that mean, way. Uh, okay, so, well, do you want to know what the kind of fan theory is, which doesn't get any too yeah. many potential spoilers? So, you remember we talked about yeah. that there was there was these Sith acolytes, mm-hmm. um, and that. Um, the Aura character supposedly becomes kind of friendly or teams up with another one who's an alien, not a human character. There's a lot of people wondering whether that is or will become, you know, obviously they wouldn't be called Plagueis at this point, that that character right. might actually be Plagueis. And that we see Plagueis become a Sith apprentice and then a Sith Lord, but with this other character there driving the story kind of rather than than that would be something that would be interesting character yeah it's possible again that's pure speculation based on i once again must point out unvalidated rumors that we cannot say for certain the only thing that's really going for these guys at the moment is is that they genuinely did leak proper details from tales of the jedi so we, we can kind of verify that those were legit but we, we just don't know when it comes to the accolade. What, what about i mean how much how much canon is there with this this guy now um like do we know about and how much canon with his species do we know about how how long they live could he could he potentially already be a a big player a hundred years ago and maybe future maybe future seasons follow you know acolytes of the dark side so to speak instead of just this particular time it's Mm. the acolyte and then i don't know do do they go with with training a young Papa Palpatine? Would would you be interested in in something like like that? Shocking, I mean, you're shaking your head. No, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm no, done with the Sidious Palpatine thing or yeah, whatever. Me, me too. No, Just... I, I disagree because as much as I hated the fact that in the end 
even though I pretended I kind of liked the idea at first, but it really was poorly executed once I thought about it. I hated the fact that they brought Palpatine back, but Palpatine pre him being defeated is okay for me because he's still one of the best characters in Star Wars. So actually, if you were talking about a Palpatine on the rise and we saw him being duplicitous in like and end up killing, killing, like Plagueis and even... taking over the, the Sith role himself, I, I'm not against that. That's a quite a cool story to tell. Uh, you know, and we've never really had this yeah. story. Because we know, like, I don't want to, I don't want a show of a character that I know the ending for. Like, that's the thing yeah. that gets me. Like, if we, if you start bringing Palpatine in, say season two, season three, uh, then it's like, eh, we know I'm how gonna, this I'm is going to end. I'm just going to throw a name like, at you. Bear Coastal. <laughs> oh, one of the best shows ever made that, so. for TV, and you absolutely kind of know what happens to that. But, and all but, the characters at the end, apart from a few details. But Saul wasn't the one of the main characters of Breaking Bad. Saul comes in what season three? It's Palpatine. I mean, Palpatine is like it's the whole the, reason why Anakin becomes Vader. Like, in, in, in the orchestrating very often in like, the movies. Yeah, the no. most, the most focus Palpatine gets in any of the movies. He's is the, the puppet master. He's literally the puppet master <laughs> of this know, whole entire we story. Don't see him like, much in the, the, the OT right. the Jedi. I know, but here's 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 my my ish, issue with it. And I I mentioned this when uh, we were talking about where where we could see him again. Uh, we saw him in hologram form on on Kenobi, of course. But we right. we were curious whether or not mm. he might be in propaganda or a yeah. speech of something yeah. in in Andor, right? Um, and I I had mentioned then that it's unfortunate because that is you know before the rise of Skywalker yeah. that would be something if you said right. hey could we do do that I would be absolutely I'm down with that but well, now to since your point, rise I don't I don't want yeah. him used any anywhere right. in it. It's anymore. a shame because he's so good, uh, you know, and the fans Even love him. He's so good yeah. at the role, but you know. I wish he had said no to Rise of Skywalker, but that's not his fault. That's not his fault no, at the end of the it's day. Not. I mean, that's on that's on Abrams and 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 Terry who wrote the fucking idea in the first place and come up with it. They must have been smoking bongs that day or something like that. Just like we, 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 <laughs> I remember they were shooting up or something like that. They were like so frustrated. We don't know what we've got three months till we start filming this. We don't know what to do. Let's <laughs> shoot smack and yeah. see what we come up with. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of why they thought, let's just fuck up the whole thing and we'll bring, you know, Palpatine <gasps> back. How did he come back? We won't tell them, man. That's what. That's how we'll do it. We won't even Should tell them. Should have just them. kept Snoke as the. We'll just get Poe Dameron to see somehow he's returned. And, and that, now, that'll and... do it. And now we got to spend uh, uh, Bad Batch and and Mandalorian uh, retreading Heir to the Empire. To yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh but think about it. God. What made Mando season one so great was that it was a bunch of new characters. It was a bunch yes. of new stuff, and we didn't know where this story was going to go. And nothing against but season two. Season I still two like season two, for, well, but a lot of these Skywalker cameos. Yeah, like I'm like, do when you but when you go back and watch season one, season one still holds up as as great. Season two, it you know there are some great episodes, but then it's like, eh. And uh, I mean, I, I'm gonna I, I haven't watched them again in a while, but I'd have to hard disagree with you compared to like I thought season two is far better than season one. Like season one had a lot of dead episodes that just did nothing for me. Mm. Um, and when we reviewed it, we were very critical of the middle three. Which was, I think was four, five, uh, and then six was a little bit better. I mean, when you compare that to season two, where we've got the Migs Mayfield, you know, yeah. episode, you know, 
there was nothing that good in season one. There just wasn't. The Mayfield so, episode still stands as one of, one of the best. All right, but let's, things but let's look at why you. Let's look at why you look, you guys love season two so much. It's based off of the cameos. You get the return of Boba Fett no. in one episode. Oh, not, not me. Not yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> no, not, 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 not I mean, us. Some people yeah. are, but the cameos, <laughs> for, you know, for a lot, the yeah. Skywalker yeah. cameo it only turns up a little bit at the end. Ahsoka only turns up a little bit in Mando kind of season two. But each um, episode has their surprise cameo. Like that's yeah, yeah. Their And there, there's a lot of people that like it about the kind of larger, you know, Bo-Katan sticking around, Ahsoka's going to mm -hmm. stick around, Luke come back and book a Boba Fett, you know, so it wasn't as if they just forgot him and left him and said that was just the one cameo. And actually that episode of Book of Boba Fett was fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right, but it was because of the cameo, like, oh, we got Boba Fett coming back. You can't tell me, the episode, the the ice episode with the, the frog lady or whatever, was yeah. amazing. That that was like complete that. garbage. I like no what? What? no what? way. That Mike, get the hell out of here. Mike, that show's over. I quit. That was a hundred percent better than the ATST episode, the village Dude, episode from yes. season one. Which yes. was nothing where Karajin was introduced just to go, hey, I'm going to be right. I'm going to be a guest star on this show. I'm going to be you on doing? this show now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in no here now. The Karajin episode. What was the episode five of Mando season one again? Remind me what it was. I've, I've actually, it's the one where I said you could just completely miss it out. You could, you could literally Is that go the one from, with Finnick? Yes, the Fennec Shand episode, that's fucking trash. Other than the yeah. fact that Fennec then shows up and it, it kind of teases into Boba Fett, that's the only part. That's like, that, The last 30 seconds of that show was all you That was watch. awful. The rest of it is just garbage, that weird. Other than, other than the, Dude, other that than the one village is still better than the attack ice episode. The, that oh, snow planet episode off. was complete, <laughs> complete garbage. But the freaking frog lady? Are you kidding me? I like the frog lady. Oh my god. I was fine Maybe. with it. Seth Baby, Grogu, yeah, Grogu eating her eggs and stuff and everything. Yeah, like, that was a, that was great. That was great. That was part of Grogu's development. That, yeah. look, the development. Like the, the, the kid is a a, a child killer. You know. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, I mean, thank you to the debates we had about that was you Star know, Wars versions of abortion right there. Oh, yeah. that, that Grogu need a massive amount of food to, to grow up or something like that. Oh, you know, remember the thought yeah, season two. Stuff. Listen, season two is straight up one hundred percent based off of what episode what cameo comes in what episode the Cobb van the ahsoka boba fett all, like all, all it is is just like oh we, what what character showing up this week it's like an episode like, of batman like Cobb van or... you know Cobb <laughs> van is hardly a cameo it was a comic you know yeah. i mean you know i don't care about Cobb van in some comic i've never read I like yeah, the character when he appeared in Mando season two. He's played well by Timothy Olyphant. But season two like is literally based off of what who's guest starring in this week's episode of Mando. Well, it's a straight up like Miami Vice style. I, no, show. no, because I get that, that. that was just where you but had that's... a singular story and then it was bring in the guest star. That's not the case in Mando because they were all building towards something. I mean, Bo-Katan, you know, the Dark well, Saber, it's all getting built up I get, towards I... one thing. I get what Mike is is saying that a lot of people and Cam and I both like whenever you talk about what our favorite Mando thing, the first thing we talk about is is the the uh, Mayfield episode in season two as like one of the as one of the best, and that's not cameo reliant on on anything. You know, okay. Mayfield uh, yeah. created from season one, but I yeah. I do understand what you're you're saying. A lot of people 
gravitate to season two because of Ahsoka and and Luke Bo and, and that's and all Bo your well yeah. let's 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 face yeah. it it's really the uh, it's really the Ahsoka Bo and 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 Clone War connection stuff yeah. which is why they lean they lean into it even more in in uh, other things go going forward um, but. Yeah, man. Season season one, there were go back and watch the the reviews. There's there's times where we're like, you know, hey, there's there's spending too much time on these establishing sh- shots. You can tell that this is filler. We, we, did we really need this? I was this getting bored. Go, it's amazing. On. It was amazing. And season, Whatever. Season two had some of that, but less. If you were so maybe bored that's... like everyone else, then they would never greenlit season two. <laughs> I three, didn't say four, I was. Uh, <laughs> but we we both said that we enjoy, really enjoyed like, the first three episodes, and then it went a bit woo. And then six, it kind of did get a bit better, and then like seven and eight were really good, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's all um, the the season finale for season one is like one of the best bit, episodes you know, ever. But there was for me there was that big trough in the middle, and then it goes back up again. Yeah, you I know, mean, maybe moves up a every show has that too, but no, it never dropped down to like episode five levels. There wasn't an episode of season two where I thought I'll just pick that up, scrunch it into a ball, throw it away. And this, never look at it again. And it would make no, the no ice planet you could throw away. They get. <laughs> they literally don't need. Like, if, if Manuel just makes it to his destination, you know, without having to stop at the ice planet, nothing. That doesn't change the story whatsoever. I mean, the frog still I'll makes it. You, maybe not with I'll give you all that. Her, baby. They just went like, straight there, and I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They they could have, but at least this time when they when they created filler, it didn't feel like it it was it was yeah. half decent I quite like <laughs> I, it was I like the creatures creatures and they were shooting it and stuff and you know it. the, the yeah, swings had to come in and help them and it was like you Listen, know um there was some good tension in that man yeah, the chase, like, the there was no tension in it there was no not sure. we know he's gonna get get out of it but yeah, still there's claustrophobia with a giant giant spider in a in an enclosed area See, but we like... didn't the thing is that's what and that's going back to our original argument was having palpatine in the alco acolyte or like at mm. any point like we know the ending we know the story yeah. like you're just giving me filler episodes pretty much Ooh, yeah, I don't. Become, I don't want. How, how did it become dark? You know, part of it. I'm it's just like, wondering what did a girl crush his heart? Season. Did he? You know, did he get uh, picked on when he was a young boy? You know, did he get bullied? You know, is that what really said? Well, what kind of? I mean, I guess we're going to explore why the the lead character in this show, the acolyte, it goes towards yeah. the dark side. That seems right, to but be we don't know who, how this is going to end up or anything like that. No, pretty much. True gonna die but i mean that's guaranteed in almost everyone's life so i mean shoot yeah i mean yeah how is it gonna think about it uh it is it is that that one thing about what's so what is so dangerous about sticking around certain eras certain time frames and and Mm -hmm. not not picking Mm -hmm. and and that was one of my my biggest things about uh about the high republic to to begin with i was like 200 years is not enough it's just not. You're still yeah, too clear. Yeah. Yoda's still alive, and and sure enough, you have know, to go they've involved him in and stuff. Yoda, a thousand years behind or forward, or however you want. Is it really point. Star Wars? Then, if it's a thousand, like is, yes, how yes, long, yes, how long is. This, yes, how long yes, has this is. war been going on? The Star Wars. It is still wars. Star Wars. But uh, you know, I guess it's plural, so you could have multiple wars. Knights of the Old. Knights of the Old is beloved, and that's a thousand plus. 
then they'd be like, how long have this, Earth, this planet Earth been having wars? Oh, I don't worry about it. It goes back <laughs> millions of years, you know, literally. Yes. From when humans first, Earth you know, some, somebody probably battered somebody yeah, over yeah. the head with a stick I want, to steal his wife. I want that, that, I want that rock one. you've got. Yeah. War. Conflict, you know, in a galaxy like that. Yes, the High Republic is the kind of end of a peaceful period. So if you look at maybe a few hundred years before that, there was probably nothing much happening, right? But then a thousand years before that, it's like the formation of the Republic itself. Do you know what I mean? So for before that, you had the Sith Wars, Sith versus Jedi and stuff like that. Give me like the Thomas Edison of Star Wars, like the, the guy who creates the first lightsaber, you know? Give me that story. The, the, the battery, that. like the battery pack <laughs> yeah, lightsabers exactly. they used to have in the in the legends, you know, like old, jamming old everything. Yep. It's uh, yeah, it's know. just one I of those story run about it. I don't get it. Be like a National it's... Geographic documentary, like. <laughs> what what about a pre hyper hyperspace story? Yes. You know I, mean? I I said that. Oh, that would right be good. There, hey, that would that should be one planet, really, that, though, yeah. wouldn't it? No, 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 no. That that would be the the hyperspace uh, charts charting the hyperspace lanes Ooh, would traveling be, around. I yeah. said. Let, let oh, Taika Waititi do a let him do a high adventure with a couple of force sensitives thousand year, years ago almost you know that that are not trained but are are blazing these hyperspace routes because they're you know force sensitive you you have so much wiggle room because you're you're not it doesn't the galaxy doesn't need need to be at risk it's a huge freaking galaxy and that's kind of the whole point with with Star Wars is it is Disney has made it feel so small so right. small while right. the while the eu felt massive, massive. because you mm -hmm. you could go books without hearing luke's name more than just you know the fact that luke exists not in not involving him not not him saving the day not him show showing up for for fucking lunch even and and yet now disney even though they go back to 200 years they're still making it feel so small and claustrophobic and that's why yeah i do i say 1000 years future or or past start something because we we kind of need that that freshness and and if not if you're going to play in some of these in some of these more tight tight knit uh uh timelines you know between three and four post six um you you need to then expand beyond the the big uh galaxy uh, upheaval and t t tell us some of these stories that are it, it's such a big uni universe so many planet so many species so many regional conflicts let alone the the inter uh galactic I mean, one like you know, there's there's things to to do with star wars and just people right. are you can you can do it you could do a breaking bad almost in the star wars universe i mean pick any great drama that's out there and you could do something similar in the star wars universe that isn't really what you would be expecting in terms of typical star wars kid-friendly um you know, action content. Well, you could do serious yeah. drama. And Star Wars Visions was that, and it was well received. I, I mean, love Star Visions. Yeah, Visions. Like mm. you went in different. You know, yeah, because they they weren't they weren't they weren't limited by yeah here you know you can't do this you right. can't do that mm -hmm. they were just go and do whatever the hell you feel like and here's yeah. your building blocks. Some of it worked and some of it didn't. Yeah, I mean, you do the like this, uh, like if you were to do what was it, uh, the Samurai. You know, episode and Ronin, yeah. the Ronin, uh, sorry, uh, the Ronin episode and expand that out to like a full out movie or, or just kind of 
that same realm. Ninth Jedi, Village Bride. Yeah. Either one of those would would make a good, fun, full series. I'm with you on that. Yeah. So yeah, no no Papa Palpatine in an acolyte for me. That's no a... Cam. I'm with with Shocky on this one. Sur- yeah. Surprisingly, because he <laughs> likes the. Pre- <laughs> prequels i do like yeah. the prequels i like the pre, <laughs> but i'm with you i i, I am with i know you. i, think that, I like, know we okay there is not much area left to like search like when we were you know let's let's even go to the sequel trilogy so like clone wars the animated series kind of patched up some holes from the prequel trilogy and stuff like that. and then you did the sequel trilogy and then the, you know mando's kind of doing that they're patching up some of the holes from C- the original trilogy and sequel trilogy yep. but then that's it like the timeline is so what you're saying much... is we need to put something else in that totally contradicts the other yeah. stuff and creates a lot of 100 so that yes let's go crazy with patch, it you know yeah. patch those holes up again but like, yeah we, look we at need the to make predator holes franchise holes look at yeah. but look at the predator franchise with prey man prey went way it, it took this concept mm. of the predator but yeah. went in a very different time period and was an amazing movie it's same yeah. still it's the same exact concept we didn't get get to the chopper you know <laughs> and, but it's the same concept it's still a great movie instead of what they try to do with aliens versus predator and all that bs or whatever try it keep it which was so stupid you know you, you could have made a good aliens versus predator movie but they had to just follow the comics seriously the comics like that well, you I mean, know, it's just like great. every video game movie out the there. So you have some director advanced and humans in exosuits and shit like that, and could actually fight against the predators. No, you, aliens, the, you know, no, you had to have the battle in some high school gym and stuff. Like that, you know? yeah. and somehow, an alien mates with a predator and makes a super predator, and Jesus. But no, like, yeah, that was... but you see what Prey did? Do that with the Star Wars franchise. Go in a totally different era. Don't you don't have to reference anything like risky though, in it because like pre- with Predator franchise was in the dot, so they had they had nothing to risk. It's like well, you know, the last one was shit. It was really yeah. really shit. The last three you know, were shit. So as long as it's better than that, we're on an upward trajectory. Right. So um, you know, so you, you can take that risk. I don't know if you can do that with Star Wars and just say right, we've decided yeah, we're going to do a silent film. Set yeah, with a new 100%. Jedi who's exploring the nature of the universe. You, do you know what I mean, or something the, like that. The director of Prey, you you call the director of Prey up and say, "What you did with with the Predator franchise, we want you to do a Star Wars." What if he just makes a film with a monster chasing uh, somebody could, through? A, could could they do the Witches just... of Dathomir horror mo- movie? I swear, no! life that will work. I'm telling you, it would work. One hundred percent, it would work. It'll work. A hard PG. 13 like no make it rated r let's go for it let's get the first rated r star wars get the first rated r star wars movie out there that would be have somebody crash their dude a rain rancor monster in a in a horror movie with a bunch of primitive witches like oh my god and when we now, get baby now, I don't know what to do. I got. I'm yelling at my, Mike. I'm yelling at Cam. Like, all I just want is rated R. Damn. I want a rated R Star Wars movie. That's it. Just and I it think doesn't matter if it's be... good. Just just as long as it's rated R. Mm, no, I think it's got to be good. But I just, I think I that's what people. We... It's like people. I mean, what makes a movie an R? Right? 
that you know these so days sex and and language sex, language blood and extreme violence language doesn't it's it's, it's language, language is kind of as irrelevant when it comes to star wars because well, it would be yeah. strange yeah, for them okay. to use swear words right so well, they would just use dank ferric or like they would so make their own got, uh, yeah blast so you've then got sex or extreme violence do we want sex in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, I'm, 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 listen, <laughs> I'm of the Steven Spielberg school, like where Steven Spielberg cut the sex scene just before it was happening and then you go to the next morning. I don't believe in sex scenes in movies unless it's specifically about that. We need a, a Jabba sex scene. That's what we need. No, no, that nobody be... in the world needs that. Uh, do you know, you'll probably find it in Pornhub. How do the huts? That is real, real Whatever you can think Listen, of, someone's made a porn movie of that. You could do a National Geographic style documentary film of like somebody following a hut around, you know, and, and do a, and there's a hut with a mating call and stuff like that. And they're like, whoo! A mating call? What has it suddenly become non sentient at this point? What if? Cam, I think us the humans even have some weird we got some mating noises. Calls. Yeah, yeah, we've got yeah, some mating calls. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it, might, it might have some yeah. words in there like, but yeah, hey, baby, you know but that's a mating call. Is, <laughs> my point is that all we're left without the trifecta, if you like, of things that make some R-rated with Star Wars is extreme yeah. violence. It's the only thing we've got left. Listen, if you watch the Clone need, Wars, there's need, a lot of extreme yeah. violence. Is that what you want? Gore and a yes. movie? Yes. But uh, like, I want it like horror style. Like, I don't want just like. What's good about gore? I don't want just what, like lightsaber battles and oh, people what? cutting their arms well, off or whatever. What's not I want good about gore, blood, and, it's and just, guts. It's just I'm, I'm. My, my biggest like. The the thing I'm most psyched about, about right now is Chainsaw Man. And that is nothing but gore. Porn. Okay, the dude at, has chainsaws coming out I, of his I don't, face. I'm just not. You couldn't. I, I want that. <laughs> Everybody. It. it doesn't uh, scare me. It doesn't impress me. It's not about you know? being. Well, I want to be. To me, an adult is of an adult themes. Listen, you know? I get what you're saying, but it's sometimes like you like in, for example, Marvel. You can't have a PG-13 Deadpool. That's it's just you can't have a PG. You can't have a PG thirteen Punisher. They tried um, that and that failed. You have to go in go some off. characters. You have to go rated Punisher, R. Punisher extreme so, violence because he yeah. kills people for right, fun. Yeah, yeah, I get it. He doesn't um, do it for fun. Well, he kind of does. You know. <laughs> no, no, he, he's very, very, he's very methodical. Oh, he's very yes. serious. It he is. It like is it, punishment. But, you know, but I've read the various comics where, like, you know, do you remember that comic? Was it Civil War where? Um, some the bad guys and the good guys all kind of mix together into clans, and he just comes yep. into one and sees sees a couple of bad guys and just starts blowing their head off. And for well, it's because his morals already had they already had done things bad. He wasn't gonna. He's yeah, not Batman waiting like, on you know, on on Joker to bust loose and kill people again. Like yeah. Punisher kills because that's how you ended in his mind. This is not me advocating yeah. for like. Listen, I'm not asking for like he a kills to end the cycle. Yeah, I'm not, not because he enjoys like a, it. A rated R Darth Maul film. I, I don't need that. Uh, but if you're gonna go Dathomir and, and do that film, horror, gore, guts, and stuff like that, it's gotta be rated R. Just that. Uh, so where's the hook? Where's the hook in some? Uh, who do we? I mean, I know this is us getting really. Somebody angry, crashes yeah, but... their ship into the the planet, has no idea what they're doing. Has like, to survive. Has on, to survive. On Dathomir, like with oh, these crazed be... witches yes. doing all sorts of black Sith yeah. ma magic. The Rancors, like some smuggler who's got. Yeah. They just being chased down, a ship gets hit, crashes. No. <laughs> oh, what? Off, I him, bet you off himself? 
and no. shit. It, it, it would. It could work. It could. Yes, one hundred percent. It could work. I'll 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 write and direct Disney. Uh, Kyle M at L. It's all depends on the director. That's all. I'm not. If you get like James Wan, James Wan does a horror Dathomir movie. Yeah, like just don't get like M Night Shyamalan to do it or whatever. Just do because like I only say that right now because I have my TV on and it's After Earth is on right now and I'm like yeah this is a horrible movie like ah. Anyways, Horrible. once once you've brought up uh, M Night Shyamalan, I think that's that's the show. That, you know, you've said everything that I said. For Star Wars, it was really at that point. Obviously. Yeah, so we will wrap it there, everyone. Um, you um, please tune in. We'll be back next week. Um, check out all our other videos on the Genreverse Podcast Network as we kind of briefed you on this at the start of the episode. And um, you can find our details down below here. We've got our kind of Twitter handles up there uh, on the screen. You can see if you're on podcast, I'm at LRM underscore cam. I'll ask the other two guys to give you the details in a second. And please just reach out to us if there's anything you want to see us talk about more or less on the show. Um, If you think Mike's crazy for what he said about Mando or you think I'm crazy for not wanting a, an R-rated <laughs> Star Wars movie really we've all been quite extreme least opinions this week so if you think any of us are talking absolutely at our ass we probably are but feel free to come and let us know uh, where can they find you Kyle? Uh, at that Kyle Malone on, on Twitter and doing all sorts of anime uh, stuff watching um, watching and reacting to Classroom of the Elite Season 2 and uh, Violet Evergarden. So, um, yeah, check it, check all Sweet. that out. And Shoki, yourself. Um, you find me at LRM underscore Shockey on Twitter. Uh, email me at michael at lrmonline.com. I'm not crazy. Season 1 was better than Season 2 of Mando, and we do need a Radio R uh, Star Wars <laughs> film. Uh, but yeah, no, if you if you guys want to join in on the podcast, you want to write, you you feel like you've got an opinion, you got something crazy like me, you want to share out there with the rest of the world, contact me, we'll get you on, and yeah, you can just keep going from there and do as much as you want, as little as you want. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Kyle, uh, you always say the line, so I'm going to let you say it. All right. May the force be with you, guys. Oh, ah. God. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.